0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here
1: she is, Andrea Kay. You know, I'm a bad girl. Do what I want,
2: say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl. Get what I want, even the life. Nobody can touch me. You know,
3: I'm a bad girl. What?
2: Well. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. In fact, I'm so bad, apparently, that Facebook has put me on restriction for six days. We are streaming live right now on uh, Facebook, but it's the Answer San Diego uh, Facebook. Yeah, so, um, yeah, there's that. Guess why they restricted I think I
1: know why, too, because you bashed pineapple pizza.
2: Uh, no, it wasn't that. I did some bashing. I did some bashing against some pedophiles. And called them what they are, which is groomers. And made a suggestion for what I think should happen. And just so that I don't get banned from here, on this Facebook Live, my suggestion of what should happen, I'll just say that it would involve a rusty knife and a rope with a knot in it. And evidently, that's gotten me restricted for six days. So glad to have you guys here with me tonight. However you are watching and listening, whether it's through Facebook Live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page or on Twitter, whether you're listening on any of the cool apps out there or any of the devices like Alexa, I guess it is, or if you're just listening good old fashioned on the stream at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And also, if you miss any part of the show, download my podcast. You You can get the pod wherever you download your podcast. And glad to have you guys here with me tonight. Great show for you guys tonight. Our favorite congressman is back, Congressman Andy Biggs. He's always available when we reach out to have him on. We have had a sighting of another congressman we named last night. We, we've actually had a sighting of him. You might be surprised to find what this local congressman has been involved in. It wasn't about saving children, though, which is, seems to be, I, I think, has emerged for me the number one issue for me to fight. Because I think that that's really where the battle is for the future of this country. So Congressman Biggs is going to be here, though, uh, to share updates on what's happening. We, there are other issues we've got to deal with. There has been a major continued growth and explosion happening at the border. So, Congressman Biggs is going to be here to talk about that, as well as his perspective on the classified doc scandals that's happening. We got an update on that to give t- to you guys tonight. Um, here's a question for you guys: Do You guys know who knows what the doomsday clock is? Well, Skins is going to tell you what the doomsday cl- <laughs> what the doomsday clock is. It could be. Uh, the Democrats saying, you know, here's, here's the day in which, you know, we basically, you know, are going to have to cough up the white house in 2024. I don't know what the doomsday clock is all about. Um, and then next hour, we've got some fun pop culture topics to share with you guys. And of course, Quack is going to be here to crack, Gary Quackenbush, the quack is going to be here to crack me up like he does every week with his crazy legal topics. Crazy, crazy law stories and laws that are happening around the country. And then that will also include news you can use. Okay, before I go any further, the man who's looking very intelligent. He's looking very smart tonight because he's wearing his new specs. I'm talking about, he's looking very Supermanish. He's very Clark Kent right now. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins.
1: Yeah, listen to the smart person that says pineapple belongs on pizza.
2: No, we're not, no, and we're not relitigating that. We've actually got a new question for you guys later on next hour to throw that out there to the people because there's two kinds of people, and I'm going to tell y'all next hour who they are, and then you get a chance to chime in. Um, that's a different, more of a lifestyle pop culture question, not unlike our Pizza Gate last night. There's also a couple kinds of people in this world, and, and when it comes to courage, there's weak cowards. And then there's the courageous. Our country was founded on very young men who were, who were courageous. You know who's not courageous? You know who is the epitome of a yellow stripe going up somebody's back? Mike Pence. Mike Pence. So you got to ask yourself <laughs> in the middle of why on the heels in which his former boss and the former president of the United States home was raided by an FBI. Searching through this former vice president, former first lady's underwear drawer, the son of that president, that Mike Pence sat silent, didn't say anything to defend Trump. In fact, he went on to declare that he's going to run against Trump and try to run, run for, the, for the presidency in 2024. And supposedly at the time, Trump was hiding classified documents related to Russia, yet Pence stayed silent. Then we've had the recent, all the, you know, dust up. And I talked about this with Biden in the classified documents last night. I'm tired of the conservatives talking about it like, you know, Joe Biden's, like, there's actually some teeth to this and there's going to be repercussions. I saw a conservative today in media saying this is the tipping point. Man, if you believe that, you ain't been paying attention. You don't understand how deep the deep state is, how entrenched the swamp is, how every one of the swamp creatures has dug in and ain't, and around the, 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 the swamp ain't being drained. They've circled the drain with their claws, with their teeth. I'm talking garfish, alligator, nutria, and beyond. And I do know swamp swamps. Okay, so then you got to ask yourself, why did Mike Pence, who in, in 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 an interview not that long ago declared that he didn't have any classified documents in his home, when this whole Mar-a-Lago raid came about? And as, of course, you know, Mike Pence with his classic tilt his head to the side and chin out, you know, and chest puffed out in his most I'm the, 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 the only good Christian that's ever gone anywhere near D.C. attitude. He's so pompous and arrogant, it kills me saying that he didn't have any classified documents. you got to ask yourself, why did Mike Pence Pence himself in the butt by having an attorney go and dig around in his Indiana home? To discover classified documents. Isn't that interesting? I mean, why? You're on the record. You didn't defend your former boss, the president of the United States, who's the only person in any of the equation here that actually had the right to take whatever documents he wanted and declassify them and did nothing wrong. You stayed silent on that. It's been day after day after day of more and more documents and more and more lies and cover-up by Joe Biden and the White House and his administration over the classified documents that Joe Biden stole, all the way going back to his time as a senator. So why would Mike Pence, after he had been on record declaring that he had no classified documents, why would he have a search of his home to look for classified documents? Why would he pay out the heine for that level of lawyer to go digging through his Indiana home? And then they were found! Well, looky here. Looky here. Look what we found. You see, we found some docs with a big OC on them, classified. Could it be because Mike Pence is trying to save Joe Biden? That's exactly what this is. He's a former VP. Biden's getting a lot of heat. Joe Scarborough comes out today awful hard. And when the left is, and when anybody on the left has lost Joe Scarborough, it's really a losing issue. Mike Pence came out and did this in order to save Joe Biden. That's my take. Call me a conspiracy theorist because what are the reasons? Skins, can you think of any other reason?
1: Why would he throw himself under the bus? That makes no sense.
2: Well, he first of all, he knows he's covered in coming forward with this because Trump's not going to be prosecuted because of what was found with Biden. Biden, the the reason why he he knows he's not going to be prosecuted, because if they were to prosecute him, and this is why he had to do it to save Biden, because after two weeks of the left coming out and, and trying to compare and trying to say that Trump's was worse when the reality is Trump was the only one. There was no comparison because Trump had the legal right to declassify and Biden didn't. Mike Pence had to come out as another uh, former vice president with classified documents in order to take the stink away off of Joe Biden. And that's what he did. And I'm disappointed that Trump's response to Mike Pence today with doing this, which was an obvious ploy to prop up and save Joe Biden, not to do anything to help the MAGA movement or conservatives. Think about what he did. He propped up a corrupt grifter. Who's illegally occupying the White House and whose classified documents were in the home of the crackhead son who was bought off by our enemies. That's who Mike Pence decided to save. Trump is a loyal man. He came out afterwards and decided to try to save Mike Pence and say, leave him alone. He's an honest guy and he's never done anything wrong in his life. Trump needs to start reassessing his loyalties. It's misplaced here. Going to take a break. We come back. Congressman Andy Biggs. It'll be interesting to get his take on this as well as what's happening on the border. Stay tuned.
3: You're
1: listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know who else tells it like it is? He's one of the few in Congress to do so. It's why he's our favorite. It's Congressman Andy Biggs. He's back with us tonight. We couldn't be more excited. Hello, Congressman Biggs. Welcome back. Hello,
4: hello, Andrea. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me.
2: Of course. Um, last last time you were here, you had to run off take a little quickie vote, um, as though sure. you know. It, and you know what? I guess. You know, you voting on the floor is more important than being here on the AK show. Um, But it's always great to have you. I wanted to start and get your perspective on where I want to get talk about the border for sure about what's happening there. Uh, But I got to get your perspective on this classified dock situation because it's starting to be it's starting to look like a skit from In Living Color. I mean, every day there's more Biden docks that were unsecured with, you know, you know, crackhead son running around having access to um, all over the place. Place. No, no actual real accountability is going to happen. No real investigation is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, Mike Pence decides to hire some attorneys to sift through his Indiana home. And lo and behold, there's some documents with a C on them. I mean, Andy Biggs, what's happening here?
4: Uh, I I got to believe, you know, the conspiracy thought uh, that comes to my mind is this is the car- D.C. cartel. They don't want Biden. The Democrats definitely don't want Biden uh dc cartel probably doesn't want mike pence to run so (laughs) so they're going to sully him up i mean yeah because because it's crazy i mean look when you think about what what you're finding in the biden thing which is so weird it goes back to when he was a senator Mm -hmm. he was a vice he was how long was he vice president with obama how long eight years He, he was he was out of office for four um and uh so we're talking at least what's what uh, twelve, fourteen years ago. Some of these classified documents go, and and you're finding them multiple places. Uh, they they apparently didn't keep track of who was coming in and out of the vice president's residence. All this stuff, and then you you turn up with Mike Pence that has a dozen uh, documents. I don't even know how you get these documents out. I mean, especially the ones that came out as a senator. I mean, you're right. you're having all kinds all kinds of members of Congress saying, "Hey." There's no way we could get anything out, which is which is true. I've been in many skiffs, read many classified documents. You can't get them out. Right. Um, why would why would you even want to? So I think I think part of me wants to say just the deep state and the other part of me just says this is just amazingly uh uh, reckless, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, I have did. to think,
2: in the case of Mike Pence, my theory is he's so uh, anti-MAGA, this is just my p- p- opinion, I think he's anti-Trump and I think he's part of the establishment and I think it I think it was, it, what was the reason for Mike Pence after he was already on TV declaring that he never had any classified documents to just decide one day, I'm going to hire an attorney that's probably charging a $1,000 an hour to go dig around my Indiana home and look for classified documents and then he finds them. To me, it was him propping up taken the sting off and taken taking the stink off of Biden as another vice president, kind of like this is just what happens with classified documents. That's how I see it and what I think Mike Pence did because I think that right now the rhino wing, the establishment wing of the GOP really doesn't like how you and some others managed to perfectly handle the speaker position to make sure that there were a rules package, there was a rules package put in place to actually further the MAGA agenda and not the agenda of the Uniparty. That's how I see it.
4: Well, you could be right. I, I do think that that we got a lot accomplished in that three or four days uh, that people were, uh, you know, wringing their hands about. But mm-hmm. I mean, Andrea, uh, you got a, a rules package. You got uh, a, a new appropriations, a renewal and reinvigoration of the appropriations process. You opened up the process so that people can go on the floor and make amendments and and uh, divesting power out of the center. And but by, you, when you say the D.C. cartel or the Uniparty, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. doesn't want that, that's 100% right. Mm-hmm. They don't want that. But, I mean, even Paul Ryan said the weekend after we did that, he said, you know, when I was Speaker, I thought I had too much power. That that says it all, does it yeah. not? Because they, they have so much power, and the rest of the members of Congress are just uh, uh, almost ciphers almost. Yeah. Um, and so... It was good to to make that challenge.
2: Well, let's talk about going forward. Um, first of all, before we get into some other plans that that you guys have, I, I want you to sh- update everybody on what's happening at the border because this is a story that is uh, we have no no nation. We're, we're we're not a sovereign nation anymore. We have an invasion happening at our southern border, and it's continuing to grow and get worse today. And my understanding is that in Yuma, um, in the past few days, there's been an even greater crisis. Tell update everybody on the border, please
4: well it, it is it is worse than ever, and I you know I could go on as you know for hours on the border, mm-hmm. but let me just tell you ron numbers as as everybody knows two hundred and fifty two thousand encounters last month now when when people hear that they go oh wow but but that doesn't include the Godaways known and unknown Godaways are probably in the one hundred and twenty five to one hundred and fifty thousand range, wow. so you 're looking at three hundred fifty to four hundred thousand people trying to get into our country now uh of the of the Godaways they're in they're in. Of the people that were in, in, encountered at the border, uh, the vast majority of them have already been let in. The, this administration has, has put together a, a uh, uh, an app where people can pre-register so they can get processed faster to be released into the country faster. A lot of people don't know that, but that's the truth. Yeah. And then you, then you've got then you've got this other crazy thing where Mayorkas is saying he's going to provide parole. Now parole is supposed to be in the past, you know, on a case-by-case basis, they might let in a dozen, two dozen people a year, kind of max. And they were extremely rare, extraordinary circumstances. Now, last year, they let in over 300,000. It's a catch-and-release program. It's de facto amnesty. Mm-hmm. And now Mallorca has said, look, we're going to do from, from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, we're going to give up to 30,000 in aggregate from those four countries every month. Not, not 120,000, but total between those four countries 30,000 a month but that's still 360,000 wow oh, it's mass parole it violates the law and, well, and that's just part of what's going on
2: well I know that you've wanted to impeach Majorcas. I mean what's the hold up here
4: um I'm I'm I am going to be releasing my articles of impeachment, my new articles and updated articles of impeachment soon. OK. And uh, and we're pushing on that. And look, I'm just going to be the, the bearer of bad news. There are Republicans that don't want him impeached. Their 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 position is that uh, that we should be impeaching Biden and not Mayorkas. And I said, well, then are you willing to do that? They're not really willing to do that either. But but the bottom line is they don't want to. They think it's too political. And I said, this isn't political. This is a guy who's let in 6 million, there's been 6 million illegal aliens enter our country over the last 23 months. Uh, so, excuse me, 25 months under Biden.
2: This is insane. I mean, we're giving our country away and we know that a certain percentage, yeah. even if only 10% of them were, were child traffickers, 10% of them human traffickers, 10% of them uh, terrorists that have been apprehended, 10% of them bringing fentanyl in. It, it, it's, it's, we're giving our country over to criminal illegal aliens as well as those that are, are not economically viable to be contributors and, and basically are parasites on us in, in my opinion and yeah I'm going to use that word we have the right to decide who comes into our country. Let's talk, I've got friends of mine that have moved to Mexico. I know how hard it is to move to Mexico and to immigrate there this is absolute insanity and this is what the difference is between the Republican establishment and the Democrats the Democrats don't worry about optics they don't worry about whether or not something is appearing political because they're, no, they're they know that they're expected to be political because they're politicians and I don't care if it's political if it's the right thing to do for this country do the right thing. I'm
4: a, I, I'm a hundred percent with you. That's why I, I, I'm the first guy a year over well over a year, almost a year and a half ago. Now I said, my has is yeah. going to go. He's given us six months of, of straight uh, record. Uh, uh, encounters at the border. And now, and, and now he's given us uh, almost two years of record numbers because people didn't want to do anything then when well, we were in the minority. So it would have been impossible, but, but, we we've reached a point where at, at some point you got to say 110,000 people dead from fentanyl overdoses and those are the ones we know where mm-hmm. does 98% of that fentanyl come from the south of the border yeah. uh, and it facil- it's is going through the mexican cartels and it's going through um the uh, uh, china so but but there's another thing that's going to happen here there's going to change the narrative the biden administration's going to change the narrative they're trying to move people away so they don't encounter a cbp between the ports of entry they're trying to move people over uh with the help of the u.n uh so that they're coming through the ports of entry and then they'll declare yeah. uh asylum and they'll, and they'll be re- and released and so you're going to have the same numbers but what's going to happen is the um um administration's going to see but yeah Yeah. but we're not 250,000 anymore. We had 125,000. See how well we're doing? Yeah. But you'll still get the same total number. It's just where they're going to go through. And that's what this administration is going to do to try to change the narrative
2: right and, and unfortunately excuse me yeah. for interrupting we've got too many yeah. establishment republicans that are obviously okay with it or they would be trying to stop it right i mean we've got americans yeah. continuing to be thrown into gulags for their political opinion but yet the the establishment you know um is is willing to let the you know homeland security guy uh you know commit crimes against this country this is this is treason in my opinion what's happening at the border and you know and there's no accountability you're held accountable if you walked into the capitol after the capitol police hold the door held the door open for you You might be looking at 20 years if that's the case but you let you let (laughs) illegals flood in across the border and you know uh you know let's just force try to force him to resign you know it's it's absolute insanity
4: yeah, and he's not going to resign. No, he's not going to resign. This is this is his plan. That's mm-hmm. why if, if, if one thing that watching Joe Biden on the border taught me, it taught me that is that Joe Biden doesn't even really know what's going on on the border. This is all my show. This is my show. So you can't say, well, yeah, Biden's the guy who's really doing it. No, you have to admit, Biden doesn't know what's going on. Majorcus is doing this, and this he's created every program he's pushed every policy that has given us this invasion from south of the border and if you can't remove somebody uh, for that, I mean if those aren't high crimes and misdemeanors then then we really have a problem so um, I'll just tell you that in a couple weeks, keep your eye out I'm going to give you a notice, but we're going to be running uh, we're going to be having a a ta- uh, basically a round table we're going to bring in experts to talk about um, what constitutes impeachment and has Mayorkas done that. And so uh, keep your eye out on that. We'll we'll keep you posted on
2: that. Well, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody where to follow you on the socials.
4: Um, At Rep. Andy Biggs, A-Z, we'll get you there. Or if you go to my official at biggs.house.gov, that'll link to, uh, uh, you know, literally uh, hundreds of op-eds I've written uh, in the last couple of years and, and all of our all of our um, videos and links and explanations that we have.
2: Well, thank you so much. You're one of the few people that are fighting. We've got one here from San Diego. I don't know who's we had a sighting of him today, but it really wasn't on anything important. We've got we've got a local congressman who's kind of MIA, in my opinion. So that's why I have you come on to share um, your, your uh, work in the fight for us. And we appreciate you so much.
4: Thank you, Andrea. Thanks for all you do. Appreciate it.
2: Take it easy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, but we will be back on the other side. So don't you go away. Stay tuned. This is The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I'm liking that smooth groove.
1: You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego
2: welcome back to tonight's Andrew and K show who knows what the doomsday clock is I hadn't heard of the doomsday clock before the show skins was like you want you want to cover the doomsday clock I'm like the the what the the huh and he's like yeah there's this thing called the doomsday clock and evidently it's been moved forward so okay um let's let's talk about the doomsday clock um we've got a clip to play for you guys hopefully this will explain it skins please play the clip. We'll get it for you. Hang on there, uno momento. Has to do with some atomic scientist. You know, just because you call yourself a scientist doesn't mean I'm going to listen to you. But Liberty. All right, let's get ready.
1: Today, the members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Okay, that's it. So basically, at midnight equals Armageddon, and so they usually do a yearly update, and there's various reasons why it's either pushed forward or moved back, and apparently now, because of the continued war in Ukraine, they're moving it closer to
2: midnight. So these... Quote, atomic, alleged atomic scientist decided years ago that they were going to determine when Armageddon was going to take place, which is, I guess, nuclear, you know, a, a nuclear war. So they set the clock and then they started inching towards it.
1: Well, it was originally founded back uh, by good people, Albert Einstein in 1945, and the University of Chicago, uh, when obviously the Manhattan Project, et cetera, was moving forward. And yeah, so now today they continue the work, and they usually do it about once a year. They either leave it where it's at or move it accordingly, front or back.
2: So basically what we've got is we've got a history of scientists uh, playing God, going back decades, deciding when the world's going to end. Yeah, it's nothing new. Oh, so this is nothing new. Okay. So it's just another version of climate hoaxers. This is just another version of Al Gore telling us that this, uh, the island of Manhattan was going to be underwater by 2012. Gotcha. Okay. You don't have a snorkel there in the studio? Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, you know, when was the last time you had respect for a scientist? Uh, you know, just because you're wearing a lab coat, everything has become so politicized that I no longer. I, I'm no longer wowed. There was a time in which um, one of my besties at Xerox, I might have told this story before, she had a chance to go to Jonas Salk's office. They were looking to get a copy machine for his office, right? And when we heard Jonas Salk here at the Salk Institute, we were like uh, – she was like, do you want to go with me? I was like, of course. Are you kidding me? I, I want to meet Jonas Salk. Are you – yes, of course. I was I, – I, I was the only other person I was even a little bit more excited to meet than Jonas Salk when, it, when working at Xerox uh, was Orville Redenbacher. Met him down in Coronado. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's another story for another day. So Munchie and I, you know, get in her car and we head to La Jolla and the Salk Institute. If you haven't seen it online, it is absolutely a beautiful piece of architecture. It's absolutely stunning. So we pulled up to visitor parking right next to Jonas Salk's parking spot and it was empty. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Salk never had any intention of meeting with me in Montserrat to buy a copy machine. Okay. He had his assistant meet with us, but the office was absolutely stunning. But I think that was the last time uh, in my memory in which I held awe um, to a so called scientist. I'm not interested in anybody trying to tell me when the Lord, when our, when the Lord's going to decide to return. That's how I
1: checked. Only he knows when he's going to come back.
2: Right. And I'm even less interested in this non-doctor. The World Health Organization is run by a dude named Tedros, who isn't even a doctor. Right. And yet he is continuing to try to push COVID and the shots on us at the same time that he's really saying that the next crisis is going to be climate change. So here we go. Just more of the same kind of insanity. Clip one.
3: Surveillance and genetic sequencing have declined dramatically making it more difficult to track known variants and detect new ones. And there is a torrent of pseudoscience and misinformation circulating, which is undermining trust in safe and effective tools for COVID-19. My message is clear. Do not underestimate this virus. It has and will continue to surprise us, and it will continue to kill unless we do more to get health tools to people that need them and to comprehensively tackle misinformation. Okay. COVID-19 is not the only threat facing humanity. (laughs) Since the turn of the year, I have spoken about the myriad threats that demand an unprecedented response from cholera to conflict to the climate crisis.
2: Okay. Are we done now, Tedros? Yeah, he's done. Yeah, you're done. And so is so is the panic porn they're trying to push on us. Of course, COVID is real. Every virus is real. I was doing, before COVID, I was doing flu reports every year because people weren't taking the flu seriously. And we had people dying from the flu. In fact, the flu affected all age groups in a way that COVID did not. And so, every virus is real, and what we need to be doing is we need to be educating the American people on the ways to boost your immune system naturally, right? At no point have they ever come out and said to the American people the truth. And we've talked about it many times on the show, going back to the beginning. If they really cared about your, your health, they would be telling you to exercise, eat right, put the fork down, get lots of sleep, And, you know, don't do drugs. No, instead, they're, you know, pushing, you know, drugs on society as though that's a good thing. Right. As well as pushing the shots. So, I, you know, there was a poll that came out. I think it was yesterday in which I um, I might have mentioned it on the show last night that almost 60% of Americans feel like you know the crisis is behind us. But since this was never about public health, it was always about seizing control of the virus as as in, to exploit it for power. They don't want to let it go. Same thing with climate. There's still it doesn't matter how many times not one of their predictions has ever come true. The fact that they were able to freak some people out and panic them about it, they were able to grip the minds of enough people to where uh, no in it, to where, in the face of the reality, in the face of the truth, in the face of actual science, the people are still willing to be in a state of panic over it, and it all goes back to these quote scientists playing God, having you put your trust in them and what they're telling you to do and controlling your lives, uh, then than in God, right? God is the is our Maker. God's the one who's going to decide when our time's up, even if we're healthy, right? I mean, healthy people die in plane crashes. You know, but, you know, things, things happen. So, um, sorry, Tedros. Not today, Satan.
1: Not in Tedros we trust?
2: No, no, not in Tedros we we trust. Um, and not in the FDA because now they're proposing to make the COVID shots an annual vaccination. Uh, I can't read your serial killer handwriting here. I I told you not to
1: say that on air. (laughs) Doctor. Uh,
2: um, I don't know what clip this is, man, for uh, the FDA. Well, I know what
1: you're going to talk about. You're covered. Okay,
2: good. Play the clip. The FDA is proposing making COVID shots an annual vaccination. The plan would also allow most people now to skip the initial two-dose vaccination and immediately get a shot of the most up-to-date vaccine. FDA advisors will meet on Thursday to discuss the new COVID prevention strategy. The strategy is just... So
1: nice of them. Andrew, we can skip the, the original two uh, two doses and just move straight to the booster, baby.
2: I, I mean, the goalpost has been moving and shaking all around at, at every step of the way from the beginning, and yet there's still people that have been so panicked, so allowed their minds to be gripped and controlled by people with malintent that they're just willing to put their arm out and take it and not even question it. Not even question it. All right gonna take a break and we come back we got another segment to share with you guys maybe maybe we'll get into our pop culture question there's two kinds of people and i'm going to tell you what those two kinds of people are and then you guys can weigh in on which one that you are skins and i and this two varieties of people are very very different we're going to talk about that when we come back
1: Andrea Kay telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the answer, San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Don't mind me during the break. I was just cruising some uh, king cakes on Instagram. Uh, so many different new variations down there. I got to tell you guys, I'm just, do, do you know what it means to miss new Orleans? I am missing new Orleans right now during carnival season. Um, I'm a purist when it comes to my King cake. So I was just checking out Kaluta's, which is my favorite King cake. And you guys, this is not a sponsored <laughs> segment here, but if you're interested in trying out a King cake from New Orleans, I recommend you order from Kaluta's. Um, I got my bestie sends me one every year. I love the praline cream cheese filled Kaluta's King cake. So check that one out. You bring one me. in this year? Um, I may have one being delivered uh, in DD and um, Yeah. And let me tell y'all, I mean, people that have never had a king cake before are like, oh my gosh, now I get it because they look at them online and they think it looks just like a big donut or something or a big cinnamon roll. Um, a well-made, real, true, original king cake out of New Orleans is something totally on its own and I definitely recommend Hoping Palutas. it makes an appearance. Da- yes. We hopefully w- make an appearance for sure. All right. here's my. There's two kinds of people out there. Last night we talked about... I'm
1: surprised on this one. I thought you were going to be on my side.
2: Well, okay. Well, you thought I was going to be with you with pineapple on pizza too and that didn't work well, out. Well,
1: that's because you normally have good taste just not last night or Okay. Like, don't tonight. even
2: get me started on that craziness Pine- put pineapple on a pizza go to jail like here's to the question the of today as we've got more rain coming in next week storms happening everywhere by the way including down uh, by way of my, my peeps down in Louisiana I think there's two kinds of people in this world those that look at um, if it's going to rain it's going to clean their car and then there's those that look at it as though the uh, that rain is going to make their car dirty so Skins what, what are you?
1: Well, one, I'm OCD about my car, so yes, that doesn't help. Uh, But rain, most of the time, not all the time, rain is very dirty. And so regardless of what you think, it does spot your car. I do not like spots on my car. Therefore, I do not like it when it rains because my car is spotty and dirty.
2: Okay, I don't know where you live where the rain is like smut coming down out of the sky i mean i don't know um, what, i don't know what kind of clouds of you're cruising around you under, go out
1: and see my car you, rain it, it is water to disagree with the proof. rain
2: is water i'm not aware of any mud being slung from the sky so i don't understand can rain. can still being, be
1: dirty without being mud
2: how can it be dirty without being mud how is how is water from the sky condensation the rain, that's it, rising the, up in the, into the clouds
1: t- taken from the ground still it still has dirt particulates in it andrea <laughs>
2: He's trotted out the particulate word
1: because it's true.
2: (laughs) He's now he's now trotted out the the twenty five cent word to me. Jimmy says my truck is dirty uh, when it rains. Okay, so you've got one there on your side. Um, Okay, I'm not that to me. I used to be into cars, and then I got doggies, and now it's like it's just a it's just a a mode of transportation to haul my fur babies around. You don't care. I really don't care. I mean, I went. I used to drive. Beamer's back in the corporate sales days. You got to look like you're driving something. So
1: rewind to Andrea corporate sales days mode. Would you have cared if your Beamer got wet and and dirty during the rain then?
2: My Beamer was detailed by a man that that I, I told him to use a diaper. When he wiped down my the, car.
1: You, you were <laughs> on my side.
2: And then I got fur babies, and then it's like, you know, what are you going to worry about? So now I dry. I switched to SUVs. I don't care if I got dog hair. I don't care if Gator, you know, barfs up a little bit in it. Who cares? I'm not not really about my cars anymore. All right, got a, got a few left time left in this segment. I want to get serious a little bit. We had a mass shooting in Monterey Park. There was a mass shooting in... Um, Another part of Northern California. I don't know why it escapes me up in the Bay Area. We've had three mass shootings in California this week. Um and then there was also a mass shooting. Speaking of LSU, there was a mass shooting in Tigerland, which is a, a neighborhood I used to live in, <laughs> by the way, in Baton Rouge. It ain't what it used to be, Tigerland. And this club where um there was a shooting at last night was wasn't there when I was going to LSU. Um but but back to california because gavin newsom made some comments today about uh the second amendment um let us remind you gavin newsellini that we have some of the greatest gun control laws in the state of california so the message to the united states of america from this should not be that um gun control is a solution to stopping you know uh shootings uh and and it, and it's also should not be viewed as a launching pad for Gavin Newsom to become the presidential nominee for the Democrat party in 2024. Don't buy into the stupidity. Here is the nonsense that he spewed today in response to this. And by the way, um, the Monterey park shooting was an Asian man. It was not a hate crime. It was an Asian man who had a history of being a jack wagon and a cruel and evil person to people at those dance clubs. Okay. So he was just an evil man. And you know what evil exists in the world. In all races. In all races, all ages, all types, evil exists in the world. And you know what? There's lots of ways in which evil people can kill other people. The other story that happened today up in Northern California in the Bay Area was a, was an act of workplace violence. We've been having that for a long time. It used to be called going postal because, remember, it actually started in post offices. There's lots of different reasons for why people commit acts of violence and evil, whether it's against one individual or multiple ones and one mass event or whether it's, you know, the Ted Bundy serial killer. And it all has to do with a dark heart. And we've seen our culture change. And our culture has not changed. We have not become a more violent culture because of the Second Amendment. And for Gavin Newsom to say something as stupid as um, that the Second Amendment is becoming a suicide pact should forever preclude him from running for anything else again. It's that stupid. It's that monument. Sorry, moronic. dude. You
1: don't believe in American values.
2: Well, yeah. And well, how is this a suicide pact? A suicide pact is two people deciding, you know what, we're going to, you know, we're going to be Thelma and Louise and drive our car off a cliff. This is just moronic, Right. And you know what? I've talked many times about how I you know, grew up in the South with boys who went hunting and fishing and had loaded gun racks in the back sitting in a parking lot all day at school and the guns never got up and came and started shooting up a school. We don't have any more guns as a percentage of our society than we've ever had. What we have is a lack of self-control. We have a lack of love in our society. We have a lack of God in our society. We have a lack of discipline in our society. We have a government and its mouthpieces in the media and all over everywhere telling people That you're a victim, you're a victim, you're a victim, you're entitled, you're entitled, you're entitled. Um, If you're on the left, you can just go beat people up all day long and do whatever you want to do. There's no repercussions. Um, Your feelings are all that matters. And here where we are. Most importantly, we removed God from society. I think that was the single most uh, in all aspects of society. I think that was the single most thing that really began to affect our culture. And that includes uh, Roe v. Wade. Uh, he he had said that uh, nothing about this is surprising. Everything about this is infuriating. Um, and, of course, he made these statements while he was surrounded by armed security. Because, see, the elites, you know, if, I mean, if we really if you really want to test the Second Amendment, let everybody have a weapon. Let's see what might happen when some people were able to open carry and some jack wagon comes in and tries to shoot.
1: Geez, Andrew, you think crime would go up or down?
2: I think he might have taken one between the eyes, and few few more people would be alive today. That's that's one possibility, because what's happening is is that it's, it's that people who shouldn't get guns, that manage to get them, and guess what? They're getting them illegally. Remember the San Bernardino shooting, right? Where the woman was brought here on a fiancé visa after she'd been studying at Islamic terrorist camps around the world and came here and they stole some guns and went and shot up a Christmas party? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's a suicide pact when you, when you um, let violent criminals out on the street. I think that's a suicide pact. Don't when let you,
1: people defend themselves.
2: When you don't let people defend themselves. When you, when you let gangs, savages roam the streets and beat up anybody that they want commit acts of of violence all over the place and no bail, right? When you um, use the FBI as a means to control the outcome of elections and not investigate potential terrorists and other other threats. How many of the, I'm wondering, was this Tran guy who shot up the dance studios, was he known by the FBI? I mean, if he wasn't, that's a rare instance, because usually when we have these mass shootings, we find out that they were known uh, by the FBI, They were known, just like the Parkland shooter, just like Uvalde, just like the Sarnayev brothers, just like, what's his face, uh, Nadal Hassan with Warrior for Allah on his business card. The Second Amendment isn't the problem, okay? Nor is it MAGA. Here's what's interesting, though. You got to know that these mass shooters were all Democrats, right? They certainly weren't MAGA, or everything about them and their histories would be all over the news tonight, right, Skins?
1: That's right. That's right. They, they only report it when it doesn't fit their
2: narrative. Uh, absolutely. We're going to take a break. We come back. Quack the whack. Gary Quackenbush is going to be here with his crazy laws as well as news you can use. So don't go away. Another hour on its way. Yeah!